0: It is Wednesday, November 2nd, 7.35 p.m. Week 8 is in the books. It was electric as fuck. So we're going to break it all down. We always do. So everyone just tune in, chill out, and let the good times roll.
1: Welcome into to another episode of the D&Z Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Zach, and I'm joined, as always, with my fellow LOC league mates, Drake and Nick. Welcome in, boys. Another week in the book, week eight. As Nick said earlier, it was electric. A lot of high-flying offense. This was the highest-scoring week in uh, LOC history, wasn't it? Or at least this season.
2: Yeah, they were, every team in LOC this week had 135-plus points, so, Nick was the worst team of the week, and he had oh, 137 points or something like that?
0: Yeah, this, this is bullshit. A... Sh- There's no way in hell I should be in last place. Team RDC 22 should be in last place. Arrowhead Chop is in that discussion right now, but bullshit. I should not be in last place right now. Well, That's that... all I have to say.
2: I don't know if I agree with that, but... no, the, the... I've scored
0: more points than four other teams, okay? <laughs> so, I'm being generous when I say I should be second to last, Okay. If we go strictly by points scored, which is how you should judge a fantasy team, in my opinion, because all you can control is how many points you score, this is ridiculous. Already on
2: a points for, points against Ramp, and we haven't even really got into it yet.
1: You know what we could do? It would be kind of interesting. I just kind of thought of this on the fly here. Um, Instead of having like an IDL league, you could draft like defensive players and the points that they score can shed like shed off points that the other team scores kind of like having an offense and a defense right that'd like be would... kind of a, that'd be kind of a cool like fantasy league to do
2: right and so just... you could pull out negative points on somebody mm-hmm. if you had a one defensive player or two defensive players that would be interesting i mean i've never even thought about or considered doing any type of leagues where you have defensive players mm-hmm. but that would be that would, too much yeah it would be another uh layer to get into but I, mean, I was
1: actually, uh, Nate talked about trying to trade for uh, Dawson Knox. Right. And he said, send me your worst trade. And before I did the Felipe Franks trade, um, I was trying to draft defensive players, but we actually weren't allowed to on sleeper because it was a position that didn't fit. LFC. Right. We didn't, we didn't
2: have a roster spot for it or whatever. But yeah, no, week eight was wild. NFL red zone was literally on fire. I mean, you'd be uh, cutting back and forth between touchdowns, whether it was A.J. Brown, fucking Donta Foreman. There was a lot of people with, that like— That Miami
1: game was electric, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Tyreek Hill didn't have any touchdowns, but he had almost, like, 200 yards receiving. Jalen Waddell had another good game. He had I mean, two touchdowns. Two it was, like, the QB1 or QB2 on the, on the mm-hmm. week right there with Jalen Hurts. But it was an absolutely crazy week. We did have a little shakeup at the top of the standings for LOC, so we'll we'll certainly get into that with our LOC headlines here down the road. But uh, let's dive into the injury report here before the news. Um, First off, Jonathan Taylor aggravated his ankle injury. He's likely to continue at less than 100%. 100%. He did not practice on Wednesday. He did leave the game for a little bit, but uh, came back with a, a bunch of fucking tape on his ankle. So, seems like he might fight through it. I mean, they've got no Naeem Hines anymore. We'll talk about that. So
0: He's the reason, he's a big reason on my fantasy woes this year. I'm in five leagues, and I have him in three leagues. Jesus. That's just because he's the top pick in all of those, obviously. So, wasted. Oh, yeah.
2: No, not picking CMC there is one of the biggest faults that a lot of people probably have.
0: I do have CMC in one league. I'm expecting a rebound there. There's only one league I'm doing good in
2: yeah gus edwards here as well hamstring strain questionable for week nine cooper cup right ankle sprain expected to play in week nine didn't practice wednesday but did participate in the morning walkthrough for whatever that means um so expect cooper cup to play but maybe not at 100 percent. kind of like jonathan taylor rashad bateman foot sprain he's out multiple weeks just injuries keep on coming for rashad bateman So maybe this helps out DuVernay and makes him actually fantasy relevant now. Um, Christian Watson, concussion. He's week to week. So he's another guy that keeps getting injured. But I guess it's good to see that it's a concussion and maybe not something that's going to linger and he's going to have to deal with the rest of the season. So expect him back possibly as soon as this week. Mark Andrews had a knee and a shoulder injury. He's likely to continue to play at less than 100% just like jonathan taylor and cooper cup essentially king
0: of just playing injured i feel like that house of cards is going to come down eventually for mark andrews he's always hurt and that just does not usually work out i
2: remember the announcer even said on the on the broadcast of that game you know like you're you're gonna have to cut his leg off for him to like stop playing like he's gonna try and play through as much possible stress that he can he
0: was always hurt at ou so this goes deep and i think it keeps playing it he was playing. it was
2: something with his AC joint, maybe, like just a sprain. He so landed
1: was, pretty hard on that shoulder.
2: So he can't just get some type of an injection. It's really just the pain that he's going to have to deal with. But, I mean, if Mark Andrews playing just like Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, I mean, if they're playing and active, you, you can't sit them.
1: I feel like, yeah, like we kind of said, his injuries are just going to end up piling up at this point. Uh, they run him across the middle a lot. And I'm like Travis, like Travis Kelsey's gotten to an age where he's like, I'm just going to fall down at this point. Like, unless I'm fighting for yards, like to get a first down on third and fourth down, he's like falling down kind of. He's not trying to take big hits or anything like that. And Mark Andrews, like
2: he embraces
1: that kind oh, of yeah. shit almost. He's not quite like Trav where no. he can
2: avoid those big hits.
1: And so I, I think that, like you said, is going to catch up with him here real quick.
2: And at the tight end position here as well, Irv Smith suffered an ankle injury, lands on IR. So Irv Smith was slightly fantasy relevant, probably really the bottom of the barrel at the tight end position. So you're going to have to reach even further down that for another tight end to replace Irv Smith. That's all you had. And then another kind of lead us into the news section here, Cordell Patterson, Cordaryl Patterson, <laughs> he's designated to return off IR. Doubt he plays this week, but uh, expect him here relatively soon. And uh, we weren't able to talk about it on the pod last week, but this trade did go down last week. Well, yeah, it was, it was trade deadline. This was probably the most... This was, was the most yes. active
1: trade deadline. This was like an Day. In, NBA like trade deadline type-esque shit. There it, was it like was, two
2: things like at the like
1: buzzer. Buzzer beaters, yeah. It, it was a crazy crazy fucking trade deadline and
2: the Chiefs got into it a little bit and they they did this last week but they acquired Kadarius Tony the wide receiver from from the Giants and he's kind of been a guy that uh this is his second year in the NFL I believe he was a first round pick out of Florida for the Giants and he's showed showed a lot of potential last year he's I mean, I don't want to say he's Tyreek Hill. He was a winner
0: for me last year because all of a sudden he was on my roster and he did good. One week in a row, I was like, okay. And then he did it the second week in a row. And so it came to the third week in a row and I was like, I got to put this dude in. And then he finished off like a four game tear. That was just what I needed to win that league.
2: Yeah, he kind of became a PPR monster and he's not Tyreek Hill, but he's one of the closest things to Tyreek Hill just with his speed athleticism and how shifty he is so throwing him into an Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes offense that can utilize and get the best out of their players and it's already a crowded wide receiver room so I don't know I mean I think Tony needs to be rostered in all formats but it'll be interesting to see if he'll be an asset that you can rely on to start in your roster for the rest of the season but for dynasty I mean this is certainly interesting for like the foreseeable future I mean, we don't know if we're going to re-sign Juju next year. We don't Not know if we're going to re- like p- pull out a contract for Nicole Hardman next year. Mm-hmm. So Kadarius Tony could be in line to be a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, which is fantastic for your fantasy football value.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean, w- well, we have him for at least the next three years plus his first or his fifth year option. One thing I found really interesting since 2017 the chiefs have acquired one way or another 17 former first round draft picks since 2017 dude here's the list uh Darrell Rivas, CJ Spiller, Cam Irving, Sammy Watkins, Kelvin Benjamin, DeAndre Baker, Taco Charlton, Kyle Long, Mike Hughes, Melvin Ingram, Danny Shelton, Corey Coleman, and Kadarius Toney.
0: Sounds like a <laughs> wow. bunch of underwhelming first round draft picks. Oh but yeah, 100%. That It is an interesting step.
1: I mean, Cam Irving played multiple years uh, at a decent level for us. Sammy Watkins, say what you want. when no, he Sammy was healthy. Was when, fantastic. He, when he was healthy, he was a difference maker. He's, I would say he's a large reason why we won the Super Bowl. Kelvin Benjamin, obviously a bust. DeAndre Baker, that experiment didn't work. When he was in, he was decent, but I think that uh, leg injury he suffered towards the end of the twenty eight or 2020 season really yeah. kind of messed with him. Um, My, we were
2: talking about Mike Hughes the other day. Yeah. Mike Hughes was awful.
1: Yeah, Mike Hughes. He was a decent punt returner, but we never used him as a punt returner. Kyle Long, he sat on the inactive list for most of the season. Uh, Taco Charlton, mostly irrelevant. Melvin Ingram. Uh, a lot of fans really wanted him to stay in Kansas City. He was doing very well for us, provided that veteran leadership. He might be
2: the best one on that list.
1: Yeah. Uh, Danny Shelton, uh, he's on our practice squad, I believe, Yeah, that's right a big now. defensive lineman. Yeah. He played a lot in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And then Corey Coleman, that didn't work out this year. And then Kadarius Tony. But even going back before 2017, Ben Grubbs, Jeremy Macklin, big Mizzou fan. Yes, sir. Uh, J Mack. A.J. Jenkins and then Alex Smith in 2013. So these are all; those were all the guys since. Uh,
2: so we're due for a uh, for one to actually hit yeah. and benefit us. Mm-hmm. And so. yeah,
1: I think as long as he stays healthy, he can learn the playbook. I, I think this is definitely a trade, not necessarily to benefit this year, but moving forward, especially when we only have MVS and I mean, what Justin Ross Sky Moore? On, Sky Moore. Those are our three running or locked uh, in Jesus for next year. Christ. Yeah. So. Definitely need that guy. I don't think we're keeping Miko. And as long as Juju keeps performing like this, I don't know if we'll be able to afford him to stay on our roster moving forward, which is a good thing, I guess, for him and right. for
2: us. You'd think he'd want to try and stick around, but at Juju's age, I mean, he's not like he's old, but he hasn't had that big, Mm-mm. fat contract no, yet, he, that a he, lot of guys have had at this he, point. He
1: took a hometown discount to stay in Pittsburgh last year he's like, I want to run it back.
2: One year fucking prove it deal. Mm -hmm.
1: And he's proving it. And so he deserves to go out and get paid. And maybe he really likes Pat and he's willing to like stay somewhere and have some continuity with a quarterback and build that. I hope so. I hope he stays. But I mean, it's going to, I think the bottom line for him is going to be like 15 mil a year. And I don't know if the Chiefs are wanting to do that. I think if you can get him from like 10 to 13 a year, that'd be great. But I guess it all depends on. I mean, I mean
2: the wider receiver market has exploded. mm -hmm. I mean, he's probably going to want close to twenty.
1: Yeah, is he more valuable to the Chiefs than Christian Kirk is to the Jaguars? I would say so. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. So, yeah.
2: So moving on, so a lot these trades kind of like uh, were within days of the NFL trade deadline. Um, if not the day of. I mean, was that T- was it the Hawkinson, Claypool? Yep, was that, that all the same day? Yeah, that was the same okay, day. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, all of these are on the trade deadline day, which was Tuesday. The trade deadline was at 3 p.m. But uh, first one here, the Lions send tight end TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. So we mentioned Irv Smith placed on IR. The Vikings are 6-1, and one, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I, they've only got one loss. They are looking like a really good team that are pushing for a playoff run and they needed to add a guy like TJ Hawkinson. Mm
1: -hmm. They haven't Uh, really had any good quarterback plays since what Kyle Rudolph
2: any tight end good Mm -hmm. tight end plays since Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Irv Smith has kind of been that guy you're hoping he kind of breaks out and does it, but he hasn't been able to dealt with injuries. So TJ Hawkinson is a much more sturdy asset. And I don't think this like improves Hawkinson's position for fantasy much. Um, I think just this, just really helps Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I can't think.
0: believe that there was another because we were talking shit preseason when they made that trade the first time they let Detroit get Jamison Williams and now they're out here fucking doing this. I know. In the Again, division, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I agree. I
1: agree. Um, moving on, and I mean the Lions got a good return for him too—a second and a fourth round pick, I believe. So uh, good on the Lions for getting. Uh, getting those picks, trying to rebuild there. It seems like they're in the 40th year of their rebuild. I think they're
2: already set to have the number one pick as it stands right now, so adding more picks to that with already a ton Mm -hmm. of young talent, I think it is a good move.
1: And then another trade here for a second-round pick, the Steelers send uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears for a second-round pick. This was um, kind of surprising if you ask me. Claypool is a young guy. Uh, You have a young quarterback trying to
2: you Amari know.
0: Cooper went to the Browns for a fifth. <laughs> Browns. The well, Bears got well no, I
2: mean that was Stay. That's that trade stands as a really good yeah. trade.
1: The Amari Cooper trade. It, it does now with the wide receiver market where it's at now. But I mean, at the time, I think Amari Cooper was like the second highest paid uh, uh, wide receiver. And right. Had a, they were begging and to, had, to and get had rid a of them. Stupid high cap hit, and so I think. At the time, the Cowboys were just looking for some cap relief anywhere Chase they could Claypool find it. Chase
0: Claypool is trash. This isn't gonna. He's not gonna do anything in Chicago.
2: So he's in his third year. His rookie year was solid, mm-hmm. like it gave you a lot of hype and thought there would be potential there. And his sophomore year, his year two, was just awful. Well, so the Pittsburgh offense was awful with uh, Big Ben. Big just Ben
1: at the head. Off. So
2: uh, and then I mean, second th-
0: round pick for Chase Claypool.
2: I know, and you read it. <laughs> You're like chase terrible
0: team like the Bears exactly.
2: You read it. You're like chase Claypool to the Bears. Like this is boring. This is fucked. I don't even. Who even fucking cares? But I mean, Chase Claypool is a rostered player throughout fantasy most likely. Mm -hmm. And I mean in Dynasty, I mean he was the wide receiver three, if not like third. He's the third option there in Pittsburgh on the offense, possibly even fourth with farm Youth and Najee Harris and with now George Pickens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, now that he's in Chicago, I mean, he's a locked in wide receiver too, if not possibly pushing to be that wide receiver one, I think he's, one. One. I what think is he's a wide one
0: receiver one in Chicago worth,
2: uh, with Justin Fields and not throwing the ball a ton. I mean, I think I mean, this, not... I think this
1: more is for the bears to see if they need a quarterback next right. year. I, I think this is truly like, if you can't, succeed with Chase Claypool and they have what the other St. Brown brother. Right. uh, Equinemius. Yeah. Who they have one? Do they have DJ Moore or Darnell Mooney? Mooney. That's what it was. So, I mean, they've got decent, decent offensive weapons at the wide, at least to be serviceable for a quarterback to
2: succeed. So I think think it's more of a,
0: I think it's a dog shit wide receiver room.
2: I think that they made this move because of, Justin Fields progression Mm -hmm. and I think he is improving in a way that they like and they want to give him more weapons and see him improve I mean it's not like they're going for the Super Bowl this year Mm -mm. I mean they it's not a one year rental
0: second round pick for Chase Claypool.
2: Yeah, I mean you're this, not going to find a Chase Claypool the in the second thing round
0: that happened on the trade deadline. I don't know. So, and, no, um, it, and it is news though. It's definitely news, but it's like Yeah, that is so crazy though. Second stupidest round pick. Would this
1: trade anyone did. Would this trade have been more exciting if you went to the Packers because the Packers did offer a second round pick for Claypool, but uh the Steelers chose the Bears. It
0: wouldn't have been I mean, so you don't think those teams are, you,
1: you don't think Claypool with Rogers would have made a difference or would have made you excited
2: about him?
0: I, I don't know why I would be. Claypool, You'd certainly
2: be more excited if he was in had like Green Bay.
0: Six, seven good games in one season, and then he went viral on social media, and that's why everyone still thinks he's worth a shit. I mean, he hasn't done anything in Pittsburgh since those that one year.
2: Well clearly the Bears believe in him enough right. as, as second round value. So it'll be interesting. I mean I think this the only Bears. helps Justin Fields as well. So continuing to rise, it seems, for Justin Fields.
0: Imagine Chase Claypool being your clear cut wide receiver one. I, <laughs> I mean, mean that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> my fuck.
2: I mean this is
1: this is what his stat line's been this year. And I mean this is decent uh flex value here. Uh ten, seven, eight. He got zero against the Jets, which isn't good. Um, uh, 10, 24, 10, 13. I mean, that's decent flex value as far as fantasy goes. I just and feel that's...
2: like he, he fits into that offense well. Like They've yeah. got Darnell Mooney. He's the field stretcher, really good route runner. And then they've got a big guy like Chase Claypool. They can just throw the ball up to him, target him in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And equ- Equinemius St. Brown there to just fill in the gaps. But I, I don't know. I, it'll be exciting to watch. So we'll, let's try and move on here. Um, Dolphins sent running back Chase Edmonds to the Broncos as part of the Bradley Chubb deal. So I was a big fan of Chase Edmonds, and I drafted him in a lot of places in drafts early this season. And it's one of my uh, most regretful draft picks, probably, in fantasy football this year. And I don't think this helps him whatsoever. I mean, he's going to be in a running back committee of three fucking players. So this only hurts him because he was the clear-cut number two in Miami with with Raheem Mostert there as the running back one, who Mostert – you think of Mostert, you're like, he's one injury away the next play to possibly being injured, and Edmonds is a full-time running back. Now Edmonds doesn't have that opportunity whatsoever, so to make up for losing Edmonds, um, the Dolphins go out there and acquire 49ers running back Jeff Wilson, and I think that puts Jeff Wilson in the same type of trajectory that you had for Chase Edmonds, being that locked-in running back two with one injury away from being that number one guy, and I, he, I think he's a better running back than Chase Edmonds. So I think Jeff Wilson is certainly worthy of a stash on rosters. Um, so any thoughts on those guys, Chase Edmonds, Jeff Jeff Wilson?
0: Boring. Yep. I think both of them just dwindled down into irrelevancy. Yep. So I, I
1: think Chase Edmonds becomes a little bit more fantasy relevant in
2: uh, Denver. All right. They say Melvin Gordon's still the starter, and I just don't believe it. No, I just, I just don't believe it at all. Um, so next one, which was probably the most shocking and interesting trade. It was a complicated trade, but Falcons send wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. And it's a complex trade because it's whether or not he, when he plays, how much he plays or something like that. But they, uh, the Falcons traded him away to the Jaguars for a maximum of a 23 fifth rounder and a 24 second rounder. So Calvin Ridley um, going to be playing for the Jaguars next season. Trevor Lawrence is going to have some mighty good weapons right there, along with Christian that Kirk, Calvin Ridley. Bet.
0: That was the team that he bet on, which is the right. Part that's what I whole trade. And he bet on the yeah. Falcons to beat the Jags.
2: It was just meant to be that way.
0: It's that Arab money sneaking in. This is corrupt.
2: Uh, the Colts
1: send. Running back Naheem Nye- Hines, I always fuck this guy's name up, <laughs> to the Bills. Bills didn't quite get the running back they were looking for. I know they were interested in getting Kareem Hunt. Uh, they were tied to Alvin Kamara, and they were also tied to Cam Akers for a little bit as well. But... And, and they
2: wanted J- J.D. McKissick in the beginning of the season yeah. as well. They've been searching for this pass, passing, receiving, capable back.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can you definitely kinda of see that too with them drafting James Cook as well. Like I know. It's they, they just really
2: buries James Cook. James mm-hmm. Cook hopes for this season.
1: Right. At and, least and like, I think we talked about this earlier, but he is under contract. Uh, Naheem will be there uh for yep, not like a one
2: year rental. He right. should be there
1: for a couple seasons. Right. So maybe they're trying to help like help James Cook with uh Naheem being like that mentor to him, trying to teach him like all the different mechanics and the nuances of being a pass catching running back yep. so and
2: singletary's gonna be a free agent next year so you had yeah, no idea S- S- singletary's Singletary gone around.
1: singletary's gone
2: um and but they also traded away uh what is it zach moss oh yeah which yeah. i don't really care to talk about but they did get rid of zach moss, yeah. so zach moss no longer there in buffalo mm-hmm. and no trade for Kareem hunt and brandon cooks man i was sad about this. I, I wanted Brandon Cooks to be traded to the Packers so fucking bad. Thought it was going to happen. Dude wasn't even practicing on Tuesday. Wasn't even at the facility. Like, clearly was about to get traded, and it didn't happen. Um, similar kind of story for Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, they're going to just be right where they've been all season. Right. So, nothing exciting. Also shocking
1: that, like, Ronald Jones didn't get traded. I don't know what the Chiefs are saving him for. He's not, like, a secret weapon by any means or... um. Well, it, it was elijah moore this time i i got this one right he was really kind of wanting out and kind of hinting that he was wanting to be traded yeah. and cam Akers, like you said earlier too mm-hmm. he's
2: in a weird spot similar to elijah moore
1: i mean at this point you just have to i mean you have to cut cam Akers, right you, yeah, you might you, have to you, you can't keep him on the roster
2: i mean they certainly can he might not no, like and it just
1: do nothing you're just gonna be paying this guy because he was a first round pick was he not oh they'll start playing
2: him as much as they'd like Oh, I I don't remember if he was a first round pick. He was a really highly touted guy out of Florida State, though. Mm-hmm. He was. I mean, if it wasn't first round, it was second round. Yeah, I just can't remember if he was like the thirty
1: first overall pick or yeah. not. But uh, I mean, if you, if you just want it, because it sounds like like his issue is with. Like they both don't like each other, so I just uh, he probably just doesn't like it there in
2: LA or yeah, something. just I don't know. I think just a lot of things kind of come into fruition for him, but still not 100% maybe with his uh, full speed burst with that Achilles yeah. injury he suffered last year. But uh, that's kind of it for the trades. A um, lot of action, most busy trade deadline day ever. I think there was like 10 trades that actually went through, um, so. We are heading into week nine, so there are a ton of teams on by this week. So just wanted to throw it in here, the new section. Steelers, Browns, Giants, 49ers, Broncos, Cowboys, all on by. You don't get to play Tony Pollard like you did last week and get almost 30 points. If not, I think you might have had over 30 points. I don't remember.
1: No Nick Chubb. uh, No no Saquon Saquon Barkley. No uh, Blue Eyes White Privilege. Uh, Those hurt. who else? I mean...
2: Yeah, no, Braden Ayuk, who's like a top fifteen wide receiver right, right. now, right?
0: Debo Pollard,
2: yep, yep. Debo, Debo they
0: too. Might
2: be more time to recover. Debo, yeah, Debo would like uh, another week to recover. So, CD Lamb, maybe, ho- hopefully he's back after the bye. But that's pretty much it for the news and the injury report. Um, if you didn't know already, I, we pull a lot of this information from the. On Sleeper, they've got a uh, news and alert section where you can go click on and scroll down and see uh, notes, note, notes and uh, notes notifications sponsor. in real time. So if you haven't used that or used that in the past, that's one of the first things that I look at sometimes uh, in the morning when I'm pulling up my fantasy rosters to go check those alerts. So uh, something to keep in mind and always keep tabs on. So Nick, your fastest two minutes. Let's get into what happened in week eight of the LOC League.
0: In our first matchup, it was JT and Company handing the Warboys their seventh L. Things are looking bleak for the Warboys as Ty Freak Hill goes for 32 points without scoring a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor Swift is more worried about the new album, but ABC DJ Moore made up the difference adding 30. JT and Company 159, Warboys 138. WHAT?! Moving on to our next showdown, we saw the London Bridge serve up a second consecutive L to Lance Refrigeration. The Bridge held nothing back as he unleashed a nuclear 68 point duo, which featured Jalen Definitely a Sooner Hertz and AJ Antonio Brown. Dalvin was cooking, but the fridge ultimately left the door open all night. London Bridge 185, Lance Refrigeration 168. Our next contest featured the surging Jamario Bros escaping a tight, endless Team RDC22. The dreadlocks were everywhere as Dion, Dr. Dre Hopkins, and large man Derrick Henry contribute 70 points respectively. Jamarless Joe had a spooky Halloween performance, but in the end, the final score is all that matters. Jamario Bros, 168, Team RDC22, 150. In our next tilt, we find the trade deadline has been very kind to a certain galactic empire as he clobbers the Ramondre Raptors in Week 8. CMC has found his privilege in the San Fran Sun, and Travis ESPN ETN is unhinged following a J-Rob move up north. It wasn't all bad for the Raptors as Jalen was waddling and Ramondre was Raptoring, but it was Tony Soprano Pollard's 35 that proved definitive. Galactic Empire 192 Ramondra Raptors 158 Rounding off an incredible week 8 we had a surging Sunshine Squad lay a beat down on the Arrowhead Choppers in our new Pause the Pod look at the roster Pause it resume the pod team of the week the Sunshine Squad is looking pretty scary Alvin and the Chipmunks Kamara is doing those things again while Steph the fuck off me digs and Nick Chubb continue to punish the competition Sunshine squad, 191. Arrowhead choppers, 148.
1: There you have it. Knicks, fastest two minutes. Yeah. I got fucking boned this week by guys having just big days. Fucking CMC, passing, rushing, receiving touchdowns. First time since 05, a player's done that, I think. I I knew from that moment on that I was fucked. It also sucked that I had every single guy on my roster play at the twelve o'clock slot except for one. Right, so and you knew, so it was pretty quick. Yeah, I just knew like I had like a hundred and thirty, I think, after the twelve o'clock slot, and then after yeah. that, it's just like watching his number get bigger and bigger, and like
2: fuck. Yep, I got, I feel your pain. I I played against the Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown stack this week, mm-hmm. and I have the AJ Brown Jalen Hurts stack in a different league, so. They've connected on three touchdowns. I think one was 40-plus yards, so that's just uh, kind of unbeatable at yeah, times. that's kind and of how
1: the cookie crumbles, unfortunately.
2: I played against it last week with Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow, so that's I'm on a two-game losing streak because of these crazy stacks that some teams have. It just shows are, you that our, this is almost a cheat
1: code. Are stacks the way to go?
2: I really think so. I mean, that was a big reason why I went out and traded for Marquise Brown to stack him with Kyler Murray, and it allowed me to get off to a fast start. Obviously, he's been missing a lot of time, and he hops back, so we'll see how that goes rest of season. But, I mean, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and uh, Jamar Chase, I mean, those are some of the most lethal stacks ever. It makes me wonder why in the hell did Nick ever trade away Stephon Diggs when he has Josh Allen as his quarterback. For Brees Hall. Yeah, that's fair. We love Brees Hall here. So don't fault it, but I've got
1: I've gotten to the point in the season where Kelsey is actively rooting against me, right? Just so that I can stop, like what, so I can officially be out of playoff contention Wait, Travis and I can Kelsey
0: personally.
2: No. Yep,
1: yep. Travis Kelsey. Or with yes. Jason. That's kind of rude. Yeah, she just doesn't. She doesn't want me talking about fantasy anymore. Hmm. So she's. We
2: got to get her on her own team next year, so she understands what it feels like and. The highs and the lows that come with fantasy football. What if, what if we I'd brought, love to get Katie involved what too. What if we
0: brought Kelsey in as our producer?
2: That's my job. You're just gonna take Zach's job.
0: Yikes. Okay,
2: well, let's move on know. here. So, Nick, <laughs> you went, you had a pretty good record this week for your Nick's picks of the know, week in week I know, eight.
0: I know. I went four and one. Okay, I'm on fire. That puts me at 23 and 17 on the season. Give me your money, I'll make you money. I make a little bit more on the 23, side
2: 23 and 17 on the season. Yeah, that four and one week. I mean, you almost went five and zero. Oh. I mean, this was this your best week? Have you ever gone four I and one? I've is this your a, best total?
0: I've had a four and one up there. Let's look at the board. Yeah, week five. Week five. Gotcha. So one. you've done four
2: and one before. Perfect. Yeah.
0: So we're rocking. We're rocking. Here is what happened. Just we we just went over it, but here is what happened. J, JT and company over the War Boys. Correct, Lance Refrigeration over London Bridge. That was my only miss. Of- Sorry. I know, what the fuck? I
2: thought it'd be a good week with uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Eckler on by, but uh
0: didn't matter. No, it did not. That was pretty scary. Yeah. Pretty scary performance from the bridge. Yes. Uh, Jamario Bros over RDC22. I mean, Jamario Bros still scares me. I'm telling you, he's the sleeping giant in this league. Like He's finding ways to win games like this. I mean, it was RDC22 who should be in last instead of me. But he did all of that with Joe Burrow not doing shit. I'm telling you, that's going to click eventually. And he had Jamar out this week. Exactly. Exactly. That team scares the shit out of him. But
2: hopefully, I mean, it's a weird injury that Jamar's dealing with, so hopefully he's back for the Jamario Bros because definitely does bring his team down with no Jamar Chase, but... Let's maybe hop in as... Did you, get, did you go through all the matchups? Was that the last, like the last uh, Galactic one?
0: Galactic Empire over the Raptors, that was correct. Sunshine Squad over the Choppers. that was also correct.
2: Nice. no Good week. Well, I'm excited to see your uh, picks for week nine here towards the end. But let's just go. we got a few headlines here to pull from LOC. So there was a trade that went down here today on Wednesday uh, between uh, JT Company and Team RDC22. We've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins being traded to JT and Company. And for a 23 first round pick and a 23 third round pick. So two picks, one first round. And I'm playing RDC 22
0: this week. Oh, so
2: yeah, that should be an easy win. It was going to be before that.
0: It was going to be before that.
2: But JT and company making a win now move, adding a guy that's a set it and fucking forget it and could maybe carry him into uh, the playoffs. And That's possibly the name. championship. This is, this is a very... Yes. Yeah. He's, well, he's got, a
1: PPR monster.
2: And you add DeAndre Hopkins to Cooper Cup Ty-re-ke. and Tyreek Hill. And,
0: and maybe... I mean, who the fuck knows with Jonathan fucking Taylor? Who the fuck knows? He's yeah, been he's got JT me all year, but who the fuck knows? It's still a scary name to look at.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's there's still upside there to be had, but yeah, I, I love the trade and... Ryan, our team RDC 22, he really needed to get back into a, the first round for the draft rookie draft next year cuz he traded away his first round pick for AJ Dillon before the season started, so which was maybe possibly the worst trade that has happened. Um AJ Dillon has been absolutely awful, but Ryan gets back into and the first round. I am round. not
0: tanking. I am not tanking, but it looks like I'm going to have a very good two first round picks next year. Right. That, that certainly Which is helps. Just and a good class. Up. I have fucking Brees Hall right now. I have Olave right now. That's just from this year's Hall. You're telling me next year that Brees Hall. You know what I'm saying? Next year, you're telling me I'm going to get another two dudes? Y'all are fucked. Better pick the right guys. And I'm not tanking. I will never tank. The War Boys will never tank.
2: Yeah, I don't think... I mean, there's... Tanking, I think how it should go. If you want to trade away top guys to get picks, like older guys like DeAndre Hopkins to get picks, and you're like rebuilding and you're tanking, technically, you still need to set your best lineup week in right, week out. Right. You, you can't bench. Be
0: so worried about me in 2025. You guys are fun. Yeah, uh
2: that's a long way away, bud. Hopefully, the league's still around then, which we have no choice but to have that league for this league forever. So okay. uh trade deadline is coming up week eleven. So not a whole lot of time to make any win-now moves, or if you want to sell off pieces for uh, 23 picks, you have to wait till after the season. so trade deadline is week 11. Um, so Galactic Empire, he was the best team of the week. Congratulations, Jared. Uh, War boys, worst team of the week. Congratulations, bullshit. Nick.
0: This is bullshit Again, I'm just going to say this one more time. I should be second to last. Okay, I should not be in last place. I should be second to last.
2: But your record says that you're last. Shouldn't you be? Shouldn't you be more thrilled to be last? Because that locks you in for Bijan.
0: No, no, you <laughs> what? no, because we don't tank around here. We fucking care about hanging banners, bringing home trophies. So this is a disgusting performance. There's all Bijan's a pretty good trophy. There's, there's all kinds of turmoil in the fucking locker room with the War Boys right now. They're working through all kinds of different shit, but it is absurd that I am not ninth. And I am 10th. That's bullshit.
2: Yep. So there's a few losing streaks going on right now. Lance Refrigeration, I am on a two-game losing streak. War Boys, Nick, three-game losing streak. And uh, Team RDC on a five-game losing streak. With only one win total,
0: so I started the fucking season on a four-game losing streak. This, oh, this Jesus. is not good.
2: So the the longest win streak in the league is two. So it's a really competitive league uh galactic empire and sunshine squad are the only two teams with a uh win streak currently of two games uh and the as of currently with these current standings it would have the war boys ramondosaurus rex arrowhead choppers and team rdc 22 all missing the playoffs so it'll be interesting to see how that d- develops and we'll maybe keep tabs that, on that in the next to few become weeks more
0: and more definitive i think uh i'm i'm not making the playoffs rdc's not making the playoffs. It's more and more starting to seem like the, the Raptors are going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, It does seem um, pretty and the Choppas, set. And then the choppers are probably not going to make the playoffs at the end. I think this is starting to become very definitive. I think as unless things
1: really start to fall my, or the choppers way, not making the playoffs and i'm kind of coming to terms it's going to be with a battle that
0: over that that final spot yeah that's
1: that sixth spot is really going to be teetering because let me see i had this pulled up here just a second ago yeah, so, uh, and as it
2: stands currently lance refrigeration and london bridge would have first round buys so we do have first round buys playoffs do start in week 15 just mm-hmm. six more weeks till the playoffs right. it's crazy how fast this is rolling but you
0: did you have that pulled up Zach? yeah
1: i did uh so Currently, right now, Galactic Empire is four and four. They're at the sixth spot. There, Uh, I'm there. They're they're
0: significantly better because of the trade. Everyone else below them, right? And the trade. I mean, the trade just helps. But like, there is a very clear top half and bottom half of our league. Yeah, I think it's taken form this year.
1: Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm there. uh, He's there at four and four. I'm right behind him at three and five. And then Arrowhead Chop is at three and five. So things really have to start rolling a certain way. Uh, for us to trying to sneak in, uh, we got to get really lucky, and uh, hope some players perform the way you want them to.
0: And I've scored more points than four other teams this year. <laughs> I'm just gonna sneak that in real quick.
1: What's your uh, points allowed? Is that also it's doesn't. It doesn't that a- look that, good. That that, that also that's
0: also yeah not good. But you guys didn't want to have the. Th- it's all about matchups. Week.
1: It's all about matchups.
0: I know, so I have this just horrible start to the fucking year, and then I roll into buys, and then I get sprinkled in with injuries. So I have injuries and buys just when I'm like, this is where you can maybe try and rebound a little bit, and it's like, no buys, injuries. Oh, so like, so I'm going. So through like it. football, I'm going. It's so like through fantasy it football.
2: You're the yeah, seventh high. Shot. You're the seventh highest in points four.
0: Yeah, you hear that? And <laughs> you're last. You hear that? So you're second you're second, you're second to last. That's what I said before the pod. I'm compromising, saying I should be in ninth. You have not the most
2: tenth. you have the most points against, so that's
0: your problem. You guys hear that? All you listeners out there, compromise, saying I should be at ninth. Compromise. This is fucking. It's okay. Even if yeah, you, yeah, no, even like if, I said, y'all are fucked in 2025. Just don't just,
2: just don't win the toilet bowl. It's okay to get last because you get Bijan. I'm just not, don't win the toilet bowl and have I'm to wear the toilet seat at the draft next shit. year. Yeah,
0: I'm not putting my name on that shit. It, it won't be done. It's gonna be RDC22. No, yeah, just don't we'll lose see the about Toy that. Bowl. It's gonna we'll be RDC22. We'll 22. see.
2: I love the toilet bowl. That's such an interesting thing for sleeper that not other platforms have. Mm-hmm. Sleeper's the best fantasy out. Not sponsored. And I mean, we were all together on Halloween and we had some people walking by and this mom came by. She's 8-0 in her league. She's got it on sleeper. <laughs> I was like, let's go. You know what the fuck you're doing. And you weren't even
1: hyping up the pod, Nick. You gotta be advertising. Yeah, those you gotta are, be spreading it around.
2: Your neighbors need this type of info, right?
0: Not her,
1: I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, clearly, I mean, she needs clearly to make her own. Her. Yeah, she needs to make her own. We need to podcast. have hers as a guest. She said she. <laughs> she said she runs the fucking league year in and year out too. So uh, that's. I feel like that's, that's true, funny. Too.
0: I do remember hearing
2: that. So let's get into the segment here. We're gonna do a just a random segment here before we get into the Knicks picks for Week Nine. Want to kind of go through and do uh, just some start sit decisions, whether these are t- players that are like on our rosters throughout fantasy. We maybe we tried to pull some from just other random rosters, but uh, we've got five start sit decisions here. Let's just—we don't need to go too in depth. Let's just see who we would pick. I mean, I think these are all pretty good. I think you could maybe go either can, way. Can we
0: start with mine?
2: Yeah. So yours was the quarterback one.
0: Yeah, and this is a personal decision I have to make, and this is a league where Jonathan Taylor is. Letting me down in that league. So you are searching
2: for play. upside. So, so yeah, Tua, yeah, Tua, yes. Yeah, go Tua, ahead. Sorry. Tua J.
0: Herb. Tua J. Herb. Tua. Tua, J-Herb. Tua. My, my heart tells me Tua. Tua. The, I agree. The, I think the you go Tua. Tell me J. Herb, but J. Herb doesn't like have k- Tua.
2: Jay Herb doesn't have Mike Williams, and who doesn't, knows if Keenan Allen's I think 100%. Keenan Allen said he's not playing until he's 100% is pro- again.
0: projected 21-something points. Tua's projected 18-something points. I'd go Tua. Yeah, I'm going Tua. Tua all day. That's what I was who thinking. Who does
1: Tua
2: play? Well, that was I easy. Picked,
0: um, I know. Well, Jay Herb's playing Atlanta. I know that's part of it, and I believe yeah. a- Atlanta's uh, playing Chitown. Atlanta is always so, a
2: defense you want to target with your quarterback, so that does make it a little bit more interesting but, thinking of the matchup. Tua well, plays Chicago. In Chicago. My,
1: my thought is with Atlanta – they're just gonna run away with it to the point where they might just start running the football, and even maybe get to a point where they pull the Chargers yeah, my, running
0: my, the football. I like, mean, Tua because I mean Tyreek Hill is there. That's really all you need to know. Like, yep. All
2: right. If you got yeah, Tua, Jay Herb, to, uh, throw Tua in Tua uh, all day. So a couple running backs here: Michael Carter or Antonio Gibson. Oh
0: my fuck! Who are they playing? Michael
2: Carter plays the Buffalo Bills. And Antonio Gibson plays.
0: I like Gibson. Gibson. The
2: Minnesota Vikings. I
0: like Gibson.
2: So they're both projected right around 10 points. You guys are both saying Gibson? I like Actually,
1: Gibson. no, I like Carter. I'll go with Michael you, Carter.
2: I think you could flip a coin, I really don't think it matters. Um, I think you would maybe just lean towards Gibson with how dominant the right. Buffalo right. defense is. And it's it's a whole other week for James Robinson to get implemented into the offense. So it could be – I mean, Michael the Carter's –
0: implementation week, though, we just saw C N C. He he took his – Oh, uh, I guess I forgot to have Robinson James Robinson. James is a bad motherfucker, okay? Yeah. James Robinson is a bad motherfucker.
1: I would, I would go Gibson, yeah. I switch – I mean – Minnesota's defense is really good as well. As long as
0: I just contradicted myself. As long
1: as the Commanders can keep this game semi-close within a score or ten points, I think they won't abandon the run
2: game. So I think Gibson might have where more the, upside in right. that. Yeah, where the Commanders do abandon the run game and don't hand the ball off to Brian Robinson seventeen times, and they need to bring in Antonio Gibson for his pass catching right capability. So I'll go Gibson too. I'll fall in line with you guys. I like it. Um next one is a three parter CEH or AJ Dillon mm. or Khalil Herbert. This
0: is also one of mine.
2: <laughs> this one's really difficult. Um I think you gonna scratch AJ Dillon yes. Yes. from this. Khalil. Yes. I think you yeah, scratch AJ Dillon. I
0: had Clyde, AJ Dillon. I had
2: Clyde and Khalil. Yep, so we added a Herbert in there as well, but the
0: nerds the nerds have a point 2 differential to Clyde's favor. So we'll
2: escape. we'll put AJ Dillon there third. So between CEH or Khalil Herbert, I think Clyde. I would still lean Clyde, knowing he's the starter. I know Khalil Herbert's been looking pretty good in that uh, limited role that he has there in Chicago. Uh, but they did just add Chase Claypool. They do have a running quarterback. Um, and CEH, I mean, he is touchdown dependent, but he's got pretty good odds at touchdown week in and week out. So I like this, CEH there. This is there.
1: crazy. So Khalil Herbert, you would say, is the backup there in Chicago, correct? Guess what his – um. Uh, Player rank is as a running back, and guess what, Clyde is.
0: I bet. Do with anyone that has Chicago Bears written in front of their name.
2: Well, that's just
0: immature. I don't think so. So,
2: Clyde, you're asking where Khalil Herbert's ranked on the season. I'll give him running back twenty-two. And what do you think Clyde is? Clyde's probably like closer to. He's like 30, 32. Well, Clyde was in top
1: five, earlier okay. like two weeks ago. What, okay. What
2: then I'll like? do. I'll do. Uh, Clyde, Clyde on the dot.
1: Clyde is twenty-one khalil herbert is 20 dang so they're right there neck and neck they're neck and neck um uh, looking at khalil like 11 5 30 he scored 31 points earlier this season 11 was two one. touchdown game yeah
2: monty went down early in the game yep
1: uh and then he had one eight 16 16 16 back-to-back weeks against new england at new england and at dallas he can play at home Against Miami, whose defense has kind of been
2: suspect, but he's a fantastic running back when he receives carries. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking—they've got David Montgomery there, but he is a very good pass-catching option. And I don't—I
1: don't think they get that with David Montgomery. He's a free agent after this year, isn't he?
2: I think so. Sounds right. So, he's about to be in his. I think fifth Khalil year. Herbert uh, is. He's a, not
1: already. Khalil Herbert might be a sneaky, like, decent addition if they don't want to try and draft into that running back newly room. acquired by right. the Rhamandrosaurus Rex. Yeah. That was a. That's a KU product right there. He played at KU for three years and he transferred. But... He's a
2: Virginia Tech
0: product.
1: Nah, he was good at <laughs> KU.
0: Jalen definitely a Sooner hurts, so that's how I play that game. But
2: Yep. so we'll. Uh, looks like we're picking C H over Cleo Herbert though. We the, are, we are we, doing, are we doing this, Clyde. Week, this
1: week this week against, Clyde, against Clyde, Tennessee? Clyde,
0: yes, Clyde, Clyde, Clyde,
1: Clyde. I might have to go Cleo Herbert. I have Clyde. both of them. I'm going to start CEH just because I do think there's a little bit more upside. I think there's more risk, but a lot more reward.
0: The Bears are at a way bigger risk of just losing outright and entirely, and they'll have to be trying to air it out.
2: And the Bears play. Who do they play? Miami. At home. Yeah, I mean, that is a tough one. I'll go CEH. So next one here, Devonta Smith or Garrett Wilson? This is another one of mine. And, I mean, matchups. Matchups, let me pull this up. So Devonta Smith has been a really good wide receiver this season.
1: Garrett Wilson plays Buffalo at home. And Devonte, Devonte plays at Houston, who has the second best pass defense. Devonte. Devonte last week, scored seven against... Who the fuck did they yeah, play?
2: Every time A.J. Brown has a big week, Devonta Smith doesn't have a big week. And every time Devonta Smith has had a good week, A.J. Brown hasn't had a good mm-hmm. week. So it's they it's, it's a tough ride to take ride. ride.
0: It's Devonta Smith's turn against a bad football team. I think
2: I would lean Garrett Wilson with hmm. Brees Hall going down. I mean, I know they play the Buffalo Bills. But Garrett... they're going to be throwing the football. They, they're going to have plenty of opportunities to get the ball into Garrett Wilson's hands, and I think the offense might start running through Garrett Wilson. And he is a dynamic player. He's put up 30 plus fantasy points already this season. Mm-hmm. And I just, I like his upside a little bit more this week than Devonta Smith. We'll especially hear. with how A.J. Brown is really coming together.
1: Let me flip-flop this then so are are you guys both on garrett wilson nope. that's, oh, that's no that's that's what you, i'm you okay that's so that's the side i'm on all I'll, right i'll
2: pick i'll pick Wilson i don't right, hear i I'll, feel like it's such a hard decision like if it was actually like i can easily sit here and say garrett wilson but if i actually had to decide i don't know it's tough
1: here i'll flip-flop this then uh mvs or Devonte smith Devonte smith
0: oh yeah that one's that one's less close. or here
1: nick uh mvs or garrett wilson Garrett Wilson.
2: Interesting. So, do you guys, Devonta Smith or Gary, I mean, I know it was yours. Mm-hmm. Are you leaning any certain way right Smith, now with it, Zach? Smith, it doesn't matter Smith.
1: what. It doesn't matter what I decide because Devonte. whoever I start is going to score me seven, <laughs> and whoever's on my bench is going to have thirty. So, right. It doesn't fucking matter.
2: Funny how that goes. Maybe just pick the opposite one you normally would, and hopefully that would work out.
1: Well, I'm going to put both of them in, and I'm going to sit MVS this week. I guess. There you go. I like Even that though MVS had back-to-back 16-point games. Right on.
2: Okay, last start-sit decision here between Curtis Samuel or Drake London. Both receivers have shown the talent and shown the fantasy relevance. This gives me age. But uh, they haven't been able to show it quite as much as of late. It seems like Curtis Samuel's still getting targets that you like to see. He gets used in the run game some as well. But with Heineke in town, how is that that offense has been humming along a little bit better? But it seems like he maybe involves Terry McLaurin a little bit more than Samuel does. And I mean, we all believe in Drake London's talent, but he's in the rush-heavy offense of Atlanta with a fucking Give me running fucking quarterback, Desmond Ritter, please. I agree. I think that would
1: help. And I even have Marcus Mariota. And I just, oh, he's so frustrating. Um, I'm going go go Samuel. Samuel
0: yep.
2: I would go. I'm a. I'm a fall in line with you guys here too. Curtis Samuel. Yep. Over Drake London. I think I, in one league, I'm in a spot where I need to start both of them.
0: Only because so. they're playing the Chargers. Only because they're playing the Chargers. Really, I don't think there's too much separation here. But Drake London has had one big game this year and very let down everything else. So.
2: Yeah, I'm not scared of the Chargers defense any either. So, Curtis Samuel could be a decent flex option this this week here in week 9. So, have the Chargers fired their uh team trainer, or team
1: doctor? Anybody know? The
2: one that uh punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs? Is that the one you're talking about?
1: I guess it it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't think it, so. It, it just seems like every fucking key player on their team gets hurt. Yeah. They have
2: gone through the ringer there. I mean, Herbert, JC Jackson just got hurt. Yeah. That Herbert. Corner
1: they acquired. Uh, safety. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of who's their really good safety that they have. Uh, I can't think of his fucking name. He's but, the dude
2: that squares up with uh trap every yeah, He's the one who pile drove him into the ground. That was fucking God awesome. Dang, what is his name? I Darius. Guess.
0: I should make this mic fucking taller.
1: Who knows? I mean, probably should. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, JC Jackson, uh, Justin Herbert's been hurt, Keenan Allen's been hurt again, Mike Williams been hurt again. Eckler was kind of banged it's, up. Earlier it's going to continue season. to be so, the Eckler show, obviously. It, it's just been fucking wild. But yeah, I, I would probably go Curtis Samuel here.
2: Okay, well that's uh that'll round out the start sit decisions that we've had here this week. And it was Derwin James Derwin who James. we were talking about, yeah. who we were trying to figure out there. Derwin James. He's, so he's still healthy, maybe the best player there on the defense outside of Joey Bosa, but. Nick, do you have your picks locked in and ready to roll here for week nine of LOC?
0: I do, and this is the first five and 5-0 week of the year. You're calling it out? Yeah, this is 5-0 and o because I am no longer a variable in the decision. War Boys over Team RDC-22, easy. Uh, Lance Refrigeration over Arrowhead Shop is easy. Sweet. This one's a little bit tougher and there's a tougher one for my game of the week. Uh London Bridge over JT and Company. That that's going to wow. be that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Uh Jamario Bros over the Raptors. I really like this here. Um game of the week is going to be Sunshine Squad over the Galactic Empire. Okay. Okay. Um that's game of the week because of the current standings that they're sitting at right now. If you pull up that shit all the fucking guns are on by on both rosters all the fucking big guns talking nick chubb talking oh, stefan diggs is still out there but CMC's not out there um kittle is not out there for the sunshine squad so you got all kinds of dudes are on by this was the hardest game for me to make a decision on who was gonna win and based on that i made that game of the week
2: and you picked uh who did you pick sunshine to win sunshine squad that would kind of be an upset. I mean, I think uh, Brooks needs to go in and set his fucking roster here. Mm-hmm. But uh, you picked talk, quite a few like upsets. Deontay
0: Johnson talking like dudes are on bye. Dudes are on bye in this matchup, and it's very critical at this point in the season, given both of their records. Like CMC is on bye. Right.
2: Mean, can't rely on a forty-point game from CMC this week. Galactic Empire. Let's see how that goes. Or a thirty-point game. Yeah. It's, uh... I'm something mad about that. I don't want to talk about it, bro. CMC, he might be the best running back now in football. Maybe of I mean, all the, time. If for fantasy, possibly, okay. dude. I mean, he
0: might. His be trajectory. The best football
2: player of all time. If they're gonna have him throw a pass once a game, and <laughs> we might be in good shape. <laughs>
1: I, I fucking went up against CMC, Tony Pollard, and ETN
2: all in the same week. Oof.
0: You did not win.
2: I rostered a team that had CMC and Alvin Kamara on the same team this week, and you won. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I'm I'm disgusted. You know, what I'm kind of
1: excited for. Uh, you talked about Joey Bosa for the Chargers. I I can't wait for uh, your boy Trey Lance to lead the 49ers to a two and fifteen season, and them next tra- year. Next year, and them trade. Nick Bosa to the Chiefs. In a, okay, on the, the fourth year of his
2: deal, at the trade deadline. I have hate it. that, but if the Chiefs get Nick Bosa, I don't think we can
0: <laughs> afford that shit. Fucking No, I do.
2: Ima- imagine Trey Lance cannot fail with these weapons next year. a Little too soon <laughs> to get dive into that, but fucking sh. Oh fucking God, a dude. Drake, what, I can't what wait. What
0: are we gonna do with you? You need a therapist.
2: I know Trey Lance is the death of me. <laughs> Who do they have as receivers
1: other than Debo? Debo I and Brandon Iuke. fucking Ayuk, bro. The,
2: the number thirteen five. ranked yeah. wide receiver currently. Dude's a fucking monster with his. Kittle's a semi
1: non factor. Yeah, he's he's a blocker. He's a glorified oh. left tackle.
2: And hopefully, I mean, he's getting older. Hopefully, he's uh not gonna get injured.
1: That was a hot take. I don't. I take it back, George Kittle. <laughs> George um, Kittle
2: don't haunt
1: us. But yeah. I see it Nick Bosa to the Chiefs. We're going to like do a little rain Dude, dance yeah. to make it happen.
2: Oh yeah, and we got a Trent McDuffie's back. So, we're we'll put that into uh, a like in existence Trent McDuffie is going to be the next great corner of the NFL. And maybe George is finally like gets his like Yeah, fuck, I kind of forget about the furious George.
1: Did you see that spin move that uh was it Chubb? Not Chubb. Uh who's the uh defensive end for the Browns? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. His spin move that he had, he had the left tackle and the running back come in and chip on him, and he just spun them both out and got the sack on Jamar. Or mm. not Jamar. Uh, that dude's a monster. It, it was fucking incredible.
2: God, I wanted us to
1: trade for a defensive end.
2: I know. Not getting Josh Allen there. I mean, there was the Jaguars, Josh Allen. Um, because there was actually rumors out there about it, and, I mean, it's hard to believe it, though, and so you got to really wait to see it when it happens. But it was a little bit... Uh, Disappointed that the Chiefs didn't do I said this anything before,
1: else. I said this before the pod, but and I know, like I said, I know offensive tackle is going to be a position of need that the Chiefs are going to have to fill. But if we didn't trade for Jags Josh Allen because we wanted to keep a first round pick, because the draft is in Kansas City and we stay at pick 29 through 32 and draft a fucking offensive tackle, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> offensive tackle is not a sexy pick that you get your fucking fan base Especially in your Especially at home the time. end of the first round. That's not an exciting pick. You trade your first round pick, you hedge the farm, you sell next year's first round pick, and you trade a third round pick, and you fucking move up into the top 12, and you draft a defensive end. Well,
2: Veach does well with those late round guys, Creed and Trey Smith, and they drafted that's that dude a, out of Kentucky last not a, year. That's not a late
1: first round pick. He's
2: gotten yeah. Clyde. <sighs>
1: yeah who else has he drafted in the end of the first round? just Clyde
2: uh oh, I'd have to rack my brain for that but because we, we traded this tr- last year yeah,
1: we traded for Frank, we traded for uh Orlando Brown, we drafted Clyde is there another there, I don't think there's any other picks because we didn't have a pick his first year because that's when we had Mahomes. The Mahomes trade so yeah i think I think Clyde's been his only first round pick except for this year. You might
2: be right. Not positive.
1: But if he did, I mean, that just goes to show how good that pick was. Right. But, yeah.
2: What a crazy deadline. Chiefs are ready. They're locked and loaded. They're not changing anything. Nobody else is. So, the uh, playoff runs, I mean, they're starting. It starts now. Uh, LOC,
1: checking those lineups, play those waivers. We have until week 11 to make those trades. If you're looking to win now, if you're trying to stack up for next year, you, yeah, you stack you, those picks up. You get gotta players. pull out, you gotta pull out some nut hairs for this one. Like if if you wanna win, you gotta be willing to give up some stuff. If you are looking to get rid of some guys and you're looking to hedge what you have now for the coming seasons, you gotta be willing to You gotta yeah. sacrifice. Yeah,
2: unfortunately to make trades a, happen, a, a good tra- you
1: gotta give stuff up. A good trade, like you almost like both sides have to feel like they gave up a little too much. I feel like that's a good trade. No trade should be like, Oh, I'm Oh, I'm so happy. Like, I guess not everyone's as happy as Nick was with his first round. I, I think Nick won that trade, but. Right.
2: Especially long-term dynasty.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think that'll conclude this episode of the DNZ Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, make sure you go check us out on the YouTube. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Everywhere. It- Excuse me. It takes a little while to load on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why it loads automatically onto Spotify though. We do have polls and questions. Please answer. Uh, we love feedback from our league mates and
2: any new listeners. Yeah, uh, and Apple Podcasts. That's usually where I go for most of my podcasts. So give us a review. Give us a like. I mean, that, that does a lot. So. So we
1: really appreciate it. Thank you all so much, and we'll catch you next time on the D and Z Fantasy Football Podcast.